0: Hey everybody, uh, Jason here. I have been trying to record this episode for about a week, and uh, it's, it's been a bunch of false starts, and that's because I'm trying a little bit too hard. I'm trying to overproduce it. Sometimes I, I think you just need to sit down in front of a microphone and not worry about editing and not worry about being a slickly polished thing, and uh, and just talk to your audience, to your friends, to your followers, to your community. So that's what I'm going to do right now. Something's been bothering me, and it all started, oddly enough, or perhaps fittingly enough, with a piece of technology, a piece of software. It started with NVIDIA Broadcast. And for those of you who don't know, NVIDIA Broadcast is a piece of software that taps into the, uh, the NVIDIA RTX graphics cards. It allows you to uh, both filter out noise from your microphone, filter out noise from other people's microphones, um, manipulate your webcam a little bit, your video recordings. So, you know, for content creators like myself... You can blur your background. You can completely remove your background and turn it into kind of a transparent overlay, uh, which is what a lot of streamers and YouTubers have done with expensive green screen setups. Now all you need is your graphics card. Granted, your RTX card, but uh, takes you know. So so you can uh, you can remove your background, turn it into a transparent overlay, basically. You can blur your background uh, with varying degrees of, of uh, blur strength. You can also add a photo or video background, and it tends to work a lot better than Zoom. It's not perfect, but I've used it with um, a last-generation RTX card, the 2080 Super, and it works. F- it just it just works. It just works, and it's great. I'm a content creator. I've always been a content creator ever since I dipped my toes into internet waters. And this is an exciting piece of technology. This is something that levels the playing field for so many people and and could potentially enable people to become content creators. And that's always something that I love to see. But it only works on Windows. It only works on Windows. Whether that will change down the road, I don't know. My... uh you know, my, the, the, the positive side of me wants to hope for that. But the realist, who is, is typically buried a little bit further down, uh, doesn't think it'll happen. Regardless, right now, it's only on Windows. And I have... It's really weird. Uh, there, there's, there's two things that kind of converged at the same time. Actually, there's, it's more like three things. All these things, I think, created a perfect storm for me. Uh, Number one was getting sick with Legionnaire's disease. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much. It's still a little bit emotional. But, uh, you know, I'm over it now. So great. It's awesome. Life is good. Got hospitalized, and that was really scary. And it was scary for family as well. I feel like after I got out of the hospital, I was more in tune with certain things. I was just more sensitive to outside influences, if you will. I got back onto YouTube, and I just started seeing a really ugly side of this community. And for two years, ever since I I started my Linux journey, I've been saying that the community is the best part of Linux. And more and more, I'm I'm sorry to say that I'm changing my mind. I I know that this seems a little bit out of character, but... uh, I've seen so much ugliness and bitterness and toxicity and 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 hate over things as trivial as a file system or the way that I I wore my you know the way that I or the way that I wore my hair uh, on a video uh, or or <laughs> the way that I'm talking or uh, just any number of things. It doesn't even matter, and it's constant. And it cannot be automatically filtered out of my life. So that is the second thing. There's the, the hospital, Legionnaires disease. And there's been, uh, what, what feels like an increasing amount of toxicity in the community that I have aligned myself with. And then there's the third thing. I'm tired of being known as just the Linux guy. My roots for, for online content creation, go all the way back to the early 2000s with podcasting. Uh, I was a music podcaster. A lot of you guys know that already. And then I started a uh, gaming website. And after that, another more specific gaming website called The Portable Gamer. And this is at a time when Apple had just launched the App Store. And this was kind of a revolutionary thing. We were playing a uh, we were playing more than just, you know, silly little <laughs> i don't know even what the games like snake, you know, on the old flip phones. We were we we're playing actually uh graphically pleasing games on our phones now and they were all accessible in a single store and that was that was amazing uh back in the day. And uh, I, then I wrote for examiner.com covering uh, the games beat and then I started VideoGameWriters.com with uh, Brian Shea and Jake Baldino, uh, both of which, uh, Brian Shea went on to become an associate editor at Game Informer. And I cannot remember exactly what Jake Baldino is doing right now, but he has something like 4 million subscribers on YouTube. And uh, he took this little gaming site to very stratospheric heights. And I'm, I'm proud of that guy. Anyway, later on, uh, I started writing for Forbes about eight years ago, covering PC and console gaming. And during those first few years, I also worked for uh, PC Gamer. I wrote for them, and uh, I helped Western Digital, the hard drive company, get a gaming-centric website off the ground by uh, kind of seeding, having a bunch of uh, having a bunch of content ready to go, interviewing esports teams and, and things like that. So I. I have taken a lot of detours. I've done marketing for AMD, I've covered cryptocurrency, uh, I've obviously devoted, and I, I do say devoted, with no sense of exaggeration, my last two years of my life to Linux. But despite all those detours, I always come back to video games. And so it's, it's just been a, a strange convergence of all of these things, and maybe maybe it's a touch of burnout. I, I don't really, I don't feel like it's burnout on the Linux side of things. You know, this is something that I've never addressed, but I think this is the perfect time to uh, to address it. I'm going to use our Telegram group as an example. 1,072 people in there. A really cool community for the most part. We've had some bad apples. We've had to, we've had to boot a few people, but that, that's true for any community, right? There, there is so much conversation there and, and so much technical conversation that happens there that I, as a still pretty new Linux user, I frequently feel lost and it makes it difficult to, uh, participate as As much as I'd like to. And I always feel like I'm, uh, the conversation's going way, way over my head. Because I'm a desktop enthusiast, who loves to get people into Linux and loves to talk about new, uh, awesome new software and new innovations that are happening in the open source world. And uh, I don't get into the, you know, I'm not a programmer, I don't get hardcore into the command line, I'm just a normal guy. (laughs) I'm not a hardcore Linux user. I'm just a normal guy who loves Linux. First, I'm going to read a a tweet that I wrote earlier this week, and then I'm going to read a response to it that, that someone sent me. Here's the tweet I'm tired of being just the Linux guy. Did I pigeonhole myself by doing a hard pivot and covering Linux stuff pretty much 24 7 for the last two years? Probably. So, it's time for a course correction. I love technology. I love games and experiences on all platforms. That is me going forward. Now someone sent me a response to that. And this person is aware of, of the bad aspects of this community. Um, so let me, let me read what he said. First, I'm really sad that you finally had to face the extremists that will either never accept you because you were not there once Linux first ignited, or because you are not fully FSF and what he means by that is free software foundation you know because I'm I'm a pragmatist and I don't mind commercial software and I don't mind people using windows etc he continues I really don't know if these examples apply to you but what I see and what I want to provide is some unsolicited feedback it's unfortunate to see that you took exactly the same roller coaster as so many that tried to cover and help the linux community number 1 found Linux and fell in love with its differences. Number two, covers mainly Ubuntu, but a gentle soul states maybe you should check out XYZ. Number three, enter the distro hope black hole. Number four, enter the GUI hope black hole. Number five, have some words of frustration towards a certain distro and then apologize. Number six, now that you covered a lot of Linux, people forget who you really are. He finishes by saying, My issue here is not with you at all, but with the fact that your experience, while mainstream, also applies to other newcomers of this past three to five years, and mainly YouTube people. So uh, I think he's saying that he has seen this roller coaster ride with other YouTubers, with other Linux content creators. It's not necessarily that they are burning out on Linux itself, they are, I think, burning out and getting bummed out over the community. And that there, like I said earlier, there's, there's no way to filter that out. You either grow a thicker skin and you learn to deal with it, or you just stop doing what you're doing. I don't want to do that. But neither do I want to eat, sleep, and breathe Linux because you guys, honestly, I feel like I'm losing myself I feel like I have lost sight of who I really am. I am a guy who loves technology. I'm not a guy who's going to sit here and tell you, you have to use Linux. You have to use open source. And I'm not the guy who will refuse to boot up Windows to play Star Wars Squadrons or use something like OBS on Windows with uh, the combination of RTX broadcast because It very, very easily makes my content look and sound better. I want to keep an open mind. I want to see what's happening on the macOS side of the fence, on the Windows side of the fence. I want to experience games for their art and their story and their means of escapism, especially this year, which has just been an absolute cluster you-know-what. I want those things. If you're looking for some Linux hero who is going to advocate for Linux and be enthusiastic about it and tell people, yeah, you got to try it. It's it's great. It's privacy respecting. It's forward thinking. It's innovative. Then I'm that guy. If you want a Linux hero who is going to shut out everything else but Linux and open source, you have the wrong guy. And so that's why maybe you've noticed, if you follow me at Forbes, you've noticed a lot less Linux articles. You've noticed a bit more content surrounding games. That's because I'm just course correcting like I always do, like I always do. I'm not even really sure what I'm trying to say. I just trust and hope that a lot of you uh, will understand a little bit more of my personality, a little bit more of where I'm coming from right now in this present tense, I got to a point where I fell so hard in love with Linux. And I got so addicted to the discovery, that exciting, fresh uh, sense of discovery that you get when you boot up a new version of Ubuntu, or you discover uh, a new gamer-centric Linux distribution, like Salient OS or something, you know, or uh, just whatever. Take your pick. There there's so many examples. But those examples never end. I, I just got to a point where I was drowning myself. I had m- uh, more hardware than I could possibly cover. It would take an entire team of people to cover all this stuff. Yet, you know, people are throwing great ideas at me And kudos to them for doing that. Hey, cover this, check out this software, interview this person. And it just never stops. And you always feel like you're not doing enough. And you do more and more. And then people want more and more out of you. (laughs) And it gets exhausting, you guys, and frustrating and discouraging. And so I don't know how to, I don't know how to fight that except for taking a small, step back, not a big one. This isn't the end of Linux for everyone. Taking a small step back and pivoting and exploring something else, something different, something new, something familiar, maybe. Uh, You know what I'm going to do here? I am going to put some audio of the YouTube video that I posted about this. Uh, I'm going to cut out some of the parts so it's not quite as redundant based on what you've already heard uh, leading up to now. But let me let me just stick this in here, and then I'll be right back, okay? All of this uh, storytelling and this history is basically to introduce something very exciting that is coming in of just a few days. It's a new member of the Linux for Everyone, I don't know if you want to call it a media group, family umbrella. It's called Games for Everyone. Now this is going to be a pretty big departure from what you've gotten used to at Linux for Everyone, whether that's the podcast or the videos here. This is going to be an ensemble show. It's going to feature myself and Matt Dln, otherwise known as Dark One Ltg, as well as two of my Croatian friends that are video game geniuses uh, that have a lot of very interesting insights. And I think the the hook there is that we're going to have a lot of differing opinions and a lot of alternate perspectives that I think a lot of the U.S. press or U.S. gaming enthusiasts might not have. The biggest difference is it's not going to be Linux gaming. It's going to be platform agnostic. Everyone's welcome. All platforms. So whether you're gaming on Windows, on Mac OS, on Linux, on a Nintendo DS, on retro emulators, we don't really care. We love video games, and we're going to go To where the video games are, and we're going to talk about the things we love and critique the things that we think should change. The plan in the near future is to have uh, some live streams as well, some discussion around brand new game releases, some opinion videos, trailers, just whatever. It's going to be right here on YouTube, or you can get the audio version of the show at games.fireside.fm. So if you're a fan of video games in any form, on any platform, from any period of time. uh, Join our community, check out the channel, subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you very, very soon. And yeah, that is going to be games for everyone. Uh, There's an RSS feed set up now, by the way. You can get it at games.fireside.fm. And of course, there'll be a YouTube channel. And I do want to emphasize that we will be discussing games on all platforms. And our goal is not to show any fanboyism, any bias, not, not fight over, well, the PS5 is bigger than the Xbox Series X and so it's, it's crap and, you know, things like that. We, we want to encourage people to stop arguing and start playing. Anyway, listen, I, I appreciate you guys letting me get this off my chest and, uh, giving me some of your time today to express what's bothering me and what's frustrating me and uh, just what's on my mind. And if the voice sounds a little bit different to you, uh, it's because I'm just getting over a cold, aka the man flu. So that was another reason for uh, the delay in, in getting another episode out. And yeah, I don't, this doesn't really qualify as an episode, but, but somehow I've rambled on for 20 minutes or so. And um, I just, I needed to get this to you. I needed you to hear it And maybe there's a lesson in here somewhere about too much of a good thing. (laughs) Maybe, you know, about uh, throwing all of your resources and energy and time into something maybe can be detrimental, even if you do love it. Either way, uh, I hope you guys stick around. Those of you who enjoy the video games... I hope you uh, decide to check out Games for Everyone. We'll be recording our first show in just a few hours, actually, and we should have it up by the weekend. So that would be uh, Saturday. I think Saturday, October 12th is when the first episode should be out there. And there will also be videos on the channel as well about video games. (laughs) Anyway, stay safe out there. Stay sane. Stay healthy. Take care. And take care of each other. See you guys.